Chapter Twenty of the Mysteries of Paris, Volume One by Jeanne Sue. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty: The Departure. Thanks to the care of Murphy and Rodolph, who with difficulty calmed his agitation, the Chourineur was completely restored to himself and was alone with the prince in one of the rooms on the first floor in the house. My lord said he despondingly you have been very kind indeed to me but hear me i would rather be a thousand times more wretched than i have yet been than become a butcher yet reflect a little why my lord when i heard the cry of the poor animal which could not make the slightest resistance when i felt its blood spring into my face hot blood which seemed as coming from a living thing you cannot imagine what i felt then i had my dream all over again the sergeant and those poor young fellows whom i cut and stabbed who made no defence and died giving me a look so gentle so gentle that they seemed as if they pitied me my lord it would drive me mad and the poor fellow hid his face in his hands with a convulsive start come come calm yourself excuse me my lord but just now the sight of blood of a knife i could not bear at every instant it would renew those dreams which i was beginning to forget to have every day my hands and feet in blood to cut the throats of poor animals who do not so much as make a struggle oh no no i could not for the world i would rather lose my eyesight at once like the schoolmaster than be compelled to follow such a business it is impossible to depict the energetic gesture action and countenance of the chourineur as he thus expressed himself rodolph was deeply affected by it and satisfied with the horrible effect which the sight of the blood had caused to his protege for a moment the savage feeling the bloodthirsty instinct had overcome the human being in the chourineur but remorse eventually overwhelmed the instinct that was as it should be and it was a fine lesson forgive me my lord said the chourineur in a faltering voice i make but a bad recompense for all your kindness to me but not at all my good fellow i told you that our bargain was conditional i selected for you the business of a butcher because your inclinations and tastes seem to lie in that direction alas my lord that's true and had it not been for what you know of that would have been the trade of all others i should have chosen i was only saying to monsieur murphy a little while since as it was just possible that your taste did not lie that way i have thought of another arrangement for you a person who has a large tract of property at algiers will give me up for you one of the extensive farms he holds in that country the lands belonging to it are very fertile and in full bearing but i will not conceal from you this estate is situated on the boundaries of the atlas mountains that is near the outposts and exposed to the frequent attacks of the arabs and one must be as much of a soldier as a husbandman it is at the same time a redoubt and a farm the man who occupies this dwelling in the absence of the proprietor will explain everything to you they say he is honest and faithful and you may retain him there as long as you like once established there you will not only increase your means by your labour and ability but render a real service to your country by your courage the colonists have formed a militia and the extent of your property the number of your tenants who will depend on you will make you the chief of a very considerable troop headed by your courage this band may be extremely useful in protecting the properties which are throughout the plain i repeat to you 
that this prospect for you would please me very much in spite of or rather in consequence of the danger because you could at the same time display your natural intrepidity and because having thus expiated and as i may say ransomed yourself from a great crime your restitution to society would be more noble more complete more heroic if it were worked out in the midst of perils in an unconquered clime than in the midst of the quiet inhabitants of a little town if i did not first offer you this it was because it was probable that the other would suit you and the latter is so hazardous that i would not expose you to it without giving you the choice there is still time and if this proposition for algiers does not suit you tell me so frankly and we will look out for something else if not to-morrow everything shall be signed and you will start for algiers with a person commissioned by the former proprietor of the farm to put you in full possession two years rent will be due and paid to you on your arrival the land yields three thousand francs a year work improve it be active vigilant and you will soon increase your comfort and the security of the colonists whom you will aid and assist i am sure for you will always be charitable and generous and remember too to be rich implies that we should give much away although separated from you i shall not lose sight of you and never forget that i and my best friend owe our lives to you the only proof of attachment and gratitude i ask is to learn to write and read as quickly as you can that you may inform me regularly once a week what you do and to address yourself to me direct if you need any advice or assistance it is useless to describe the extreme delight of the chourineur his disposition his instincts are already sufficiently known to the reader so that he may understand that no proposal could have been made more acceptable to him next day all was arranged and the chourineur set out for algiers End of chapter 20